Talk to my friend Drew. And I'll tell you what, he's a tough guy. A millennial conservative. I've, I've become a big fan of One your writing. Of the great young thinkers of our time. Appreciate his opinion. Conservative Drew Allen. As diehard conservative. I'm to this guy for wisdom. show everyone this is drew allen the host illustrious host of the drew allen show drew allen himself the millennial minister of truth back with you on a tuesday and it feels so good to be here early in the week early in the week the last few weeks you know what whatever it's been crazy uh i've been peter navarro has been a client uh just the, the the list goes on but you can imagine um you know my life has not been my own my time has not been my own as much as uh as as I would like to but anyway I'm here I'm here and there's much to address and I think the most important thing to address right now is the 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 very serious problem that we face which is the democratic party of course that goes without saying but the democrats are normalizing violence against the right. Does anyone doubt me on that? Now, it's only gotten worse since we saw this take place when Trump was president, right? 2017, I believe it was, when a Bernie Sanders supporter, well, he shot up. Well, he he nearly killed Steve Scalise, right? This, This guy, this Bernie Sanders supporter, who was really outraged. All his talking points, all his anger was derived from things that the Democratic Party was saying that Republicans were evil, that they were a threat. They had to be taken out. Well, this guy, uh, he interpreted that to mean get a gun and go to the baseball field and shoot up the Republicans who were practicing there. And never forget, that that, that reprobate, he went up to then... uh, well, Congressman DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, right now the the best governor in America and one of the best in history, I think he'll go down as. But he went to DeSantis and somebody else and he said, hey, uh, are these all Republicans? They said, yeah. And then he went, got his gun and opened fire. Now, look, the Republicans did not blame Bernie Sanders for that. But, you know, times have changed. They have They have ignored... The evidence in plain sight that their words, their verbiage, the way they speak about the right does incite violence. And so we can no longer let the left get off the hook and say that, oh, this is one deranged lunatic. It has nothing to do. Of course, the Democrats didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. The Democrats are inciting violence. We saw it with BLM and Antifa. And they don't ask uh, for any remorse over it. In fact, they encourage it. They espouse it, and that's the problem. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I'll get into a story in just a moment on that. A Democrat tried to, well, she didn't try. A Democrat ran over an 18-year-old young man in North Dakota and killed him, struck him with her SUV because he was a uh, MAGA supporter. That's right. Politically motivated violence strikes again. And we, of course, are not on the streets, burning down the cities, demanding justice. But, you know, ignorance is really driving the death of America. Democrats, 
Democrat voters living in ignorance, voting for people like uh, Gascon, the district attorney in L.A. And look, there's interference with the election, certainly, too. They're fixing things, rigging things in terms of the recall of votes, rejecting them to, to make sure they get the outcome they want, right? Newsom was recalled. Look, I, I, I don't know. I just find it hard to believe. I live in California. And when we had the chance to recall Newsom, well, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. People voted to keep him in office. Now, look, I, there is certainly a voter fraud in California. But, you know, this state, I, look, I don't subscribe to the belief that some do, that California is actually a majority Republican. And it's just cheating that gets, no, no, California is not a majority Republican. It's not. It's not. You've got a lot of stupid people here that are, are Democrats, unfortunately, that vote for these people. And then you have a lot of Republicans who don't vote because they've given up. They've given up. And now many of them are fleeing the state. You know, it used to be that the left uh, fled California like locusts and then voted for Democrats seemingly incapable of connecting the dots between the policies that were hurting them that came from those they voted for, Democrats, and then they would, you know, they, 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 they couldn't connect it. They couldn't figure out, well, why am I suffering? Why am I leaving? Well, Democrats are No, no, no. California just, you know, it's just not going right, so I'm going to go and vote for the same policies in Texas. Well, now you've got an exodus of also conservatives, Republicans as well. But anyway, my, my point just is that these Democrats keep putting people back in power even after they complain about the results of those Democrats they voted for, those policies. And the Democrat Party, this is really their only strategy, all they have. They have to convince Democrat voters that the Republican Party is just subhuman. So their only option, really, if they want to be viewed as smart, as moral, as good people, well, they have to vote Democrat. And Democrats, of course, by and large, cannot separate a human being from their political philosophy. Right? So... Democrats have been told by Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, all these Democrats they worship and vote for and adore, even the ones they don't adore like Joe Biden, but they hear it from the media. Everything they consume tells them that Democrat, that Republicans are evil people, especially Trump supporters. That's what they're told. And so it's Democrats who believe that Trump is Hitler that conservatism, which they do not understand at all, of course, which is actually a benefit to everyone. Well, they believe that, you know, conservatism, Republicans, well, they, they you know, those politicians are evil in their minds. So if you vote for them, you are the ergo, you are evil as well. And so in their minds, I mean, look, this is the danger. I, I, how many, let me ask you a question. How many Democrat voters out there would really bat an eye if, you know, the Democrats somehow threw some rope over a, over a, uh, some beam in a bar and hang Donald Trump for uh, treason. Do you think they would bat an eye? How many would be celebrated? I'm not saying every Democrat, but this is a Democrat problem. They, they, they don't have any morality. There is no... <clears throat> line drawn in the sand in their minds in terms of violence that they're not really willing to commit to destroy Republicans because that's how, how what they're told, you know, that we're an existential threat. 
to America. And so it's a good thing. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe, oh, well, it's unfortunate they had to die, but, you know, we're better off. That's how these people think. So anyway, you know, this Republican uh, 18-year-old was murdered in North Dakota, and it was because he was Republican. The person that ran him over with her SUV, who was, I think, 41 years old, I'll have to see if I can pull up the story in a minute, but all of what I'm saying is true. Well, anyway, you know, I, I guess I guess I blew it. You know, I was going to pose it this way. You know, a Republican was murdered in North Dakota because he was a Republican. And I was going to ask you then, was this a Republican on Republican crime, do you think? Was this MAGA on MAGA crime? Anyway, now you know. Of course not. A Democrat ran over an 18-year-old kid, a young man in her car, because she thought he was a danger because of his political beliefs. Normalizing violence. More on that in a second. Gavin Newsom, he, uh, well, he, he was just in Texas if he's not still there. And he's there in his official capacity as the governor of California giving a speech. I mean, I, why do these politicians who hate Texas, hate, why do they keep going there? I thought these places, they, did, they, they, they couldn't stand. Well, there's another problem with this. So Gavin Newsom actually, well, he banned California politicians from going there. Is he not a politician? No, no, no. He's the despot. He's governor. He's Newsom. Rules don't apply to him. We saw that with French Laundry, right? You can't dine indoors at French Laundry or you'll be locked up, arrested. But he can go to French Laundry while those same Lockdown measures, draconian lockdown measures are in place, and he can dine at a private birthday party with 12 other guests in attendance. So, you know, so this goes back, I think, to 2017 when they did this, when he did this, but uh, I I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, California has has banned government-funded travel to 22 states. And it's over so-called alphabet discrimination. Alphabet discrimination, discrimination against the, you know, the alphabet, LGBTQ. Whew, that's a lot of letters, mafia. Anyway, so, so why would, why is, why is he in, in Texas? You know, this, this guy Newsom is a complete, he's an idiot. He, He really is. In the true sense of the word, an absolute abject moron. So he goes to Texas, you know, to rail against Republicans, to rail against DeSantis, even against Tucker Carlson. And boy, wait till I tell you where Tucker Carlson was on Saturday. You won't believe it. He was paying tribute to a, the, uh, well, the head of the, the Hells Angels who died. Anyway, so, so Gavin Newsom, and this is evidence too. I'm telling you, he's, he's going to run for president. He's trying to back out now and say, no, 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 he has no plans of running in 2024, but he's just saying that because the Democratic Party got to him and told him to shut up and, and calm it down because it's not serving their best interests right now amidst the Joe Biden problem they have, the midterms coming up. So they said, tone it down, shut up. But he is running. He is right. It was just leaked literally seven days ago that he was planning and preparing to run uh, for president in 2024. So now he's backing off. But obviously his behavior uh, says otherwise. So anyway, he, he's railing against all these Republicans. 
And he says that Democrats are getting crushed by Republicans that dominate with illusion. Illusion. Is it an illusion to people who fled California, couldn't afford homes here, who go to California, who, sorry, who go to Florida, who go to Texas, to, to red states and buy homes? No, it's the Democrats who dominate with illusion. And, and they see that illusion shattering. And that is represented by the mass exodus from California. I mean, this is just outrageous. Gavin Newsom is upset that he ran all the Californians out of California. They left because he sucks. Democrats suck. They've destroyed the state. They continue to destroy the state. They double down on stupid. And so all the Californians that were fed up with the Democrat illusion, right? Yeah, you got held up by a gun in downtown Los Angeles, but it's really great here. It could be worse. You could be in a red state. Yeah, the taxes are high here. You know, you got to you got to give, you know, look at your map in the morning bef- to chart your your course around the city because you don't want to step in poo-poo or, you know, uh, accidentally make sure you wear shoes on especially because you don't want to get a needle stuck in your your foot or to go up through your shoe. No, no, but it's worse in red states, don't you know? So anyway, so he goes to Texas after Californians fled his crappy state for the better state of Texas and he tells <laughs> He tells the people that fled California under his reign of terror that Texas is a problem. I mean, this guy, think about it. He's chasing people down who left his state. And he's, he's, he's telling them how great California is, how bad Texas and Florida are. You, just, you, can't, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. And, and, and I mean, furthermore, you know, what is this guy doing? Is he, I mean... Why is the governor of California traveling around to other states, putting up billboards in Florida, praising himself for Floridians, giving speeches in Texas? These people don't vote in California. All right. Oh, man. Newsome, Newsome nonsense. All right. So North Dakota, this is very serious. All right. Uh, this is This was an instance of politically motivated violence. Um, And, you know, look, it's worth pointing out that Newsom and the Democrat, well, Newsom in California has, has outlawed official government travel to 22 other states over LGBTQ whatever discrimination. But uh, it was in North Dakota that there was an instance of discrimination against Republicans. A Democrat murdered a Republican, a young man. Now, can you imagine, of course, if someone with a MAGA hat ran over and killed somebody who was a Democrat and said it was because they were a Democrat? Well, that, of course, would fulfill the fantasies of the Democrat Party who claims that MAGA supporters are an existential threat to America, to democracy, that we are domestic terrorists, that we're just violent. But that doesn't happen. That that doesn't happen. Uh, but, you know, to go back to Newsom, though, you know, he he blames the mass exodus from California. By the way, uh, not on himself, obviously, not not his party. No, no, no. That would be too 
honest. He blames Trump. He blames Trump. I mean, he's right. I mean, he's wrong because he doesn't mean it like I'm going to say. But it is Trump's fault. Because uh, it's Trump's policies and those similar policies that are conservative-oriented, inspired, that governors in Texas and Florida have embraced and implemented on the state level, which have made those states sanctuary states for freedom and prosperity. That's the reason people are going there. And he's turned California, meanwhile, into a crime-ridden tent state. And, And so Newsom blamed Trump's visa policies. Visa policies? California's a sanctuary state, right? Illegals are welcomed here unless, you know, DeSantis sends them on a bus to California. Then then that, then they've got a problem with it. But anyway, nobody left California because of a visa problem. They're American citizens, many of whom are second, third, fourth generation Californians. Visa policies are driving people leaving California? No. I mean, I don't know. You know, if you're a Democrat voter out there, this is how stupid your politicians think you are. They think you're so ignorant that they can sit here and lie to your face and tell you something so dumb. People left California because the state sucks. And Newsom says it's because of Trump's visa policies. There's nothing to back that up. It's the stupidest thing I've heard in the last 30 seconds since I read something else some other Democrats said. But back to this story, because it really is important. What, what have we been told by Democrats, well, for years now, right? I mean, Joe Biden just gave that disgusting speech where he the only thing he was missing was a mustache uh, in order to really fully transform him into Adolf Hitler, but attacking MAGA Republicans, calling us a threat, us versus them, which is what they did to the Jews in Nazi Germany, normalizing this violence. Now, the media cannot be bothered to cover this story. I, I got to repeat, the, the person who carried out, let me just pull this up real quick, if I can. Um, okay. Stay with me here. I'm just looking into my history. Um, with SUV. I know you can't have silence on here. Um, Shannon Brandt, 41 years old. Shannon, that's the name of a man. I don't mean to offend anybody out there. I, 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 I mean, okay, anyway. Anyway, Shannon Brandt is, uh, is a man. He's a Democrat. And he admitted that he did it because he thought that the victim, Kaylor Ellingson, was part of a Republican extremist group. Now, those are direct talking points from the left who are saying that MAGA is a extremist group. But of course, they're gaslighting, they're projecting. I mean, th- think about this. I mean, one, one, look, the, the, the difference here, too, is stark because this happened. It was politically motivated. We just had somebody murder somebody because they are one of us, if you will. And we're not burning down the streets. Our politicians aren't out. And, and where is Joe Biden? Where's the Democrat Party to condemn this in, in, in just complete, total terms? 
Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. But they will lie about other situations to sell this narrative. This is this is the problem. If you read CNN, watch CNN, NBC, all the, the, the left-wing media out there, you won't even know about this story. So this is the thing. If you consume those media sources, well, the reality that you live in, it's not true, it's not real, but it's shaped by that news. So they omit things that show how things really are. And they exclusively tell people things that aren't real. And this is why we can't connect. We can't have conversations conversations anymore. But a lot of those people wouldn't care anyway. It's just Republicans are evil. They're domestic terrorists. The evidence doesn't matter. But, you know, when it came to Michael Brown, right? Hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. It never even happened. It was a lie told by the media. Michael Brown was a criminal. He was 18 years old. And he tried, he reached in, he assaulted a police officer through the window of the police officer's car, tried to grab the police officer's gun and shoot the police officer. In self-defense, the police officer shot back. You got a family at home? I'd shoot back too. He did nothing wrong. Michael Brown was the perpetrator and the criminal. And for... Over a week, it was nonstop in the media. Hands up, don't shoot. A police officer shot, execution style, in the back. A young black man with a bright future ahead of him. Well, how about this young man? How about Kaylor Ellingson? Did he not have a bright bright future ahead of him, 18 years old, polite, not a criminal, didn't have any kind of record, a good person. His life was just snuffed out, and the media can't be bothered. The Democrat Party can't be bothered to condemn it. They can't be bothered to say, hey, we have a problem in America, and these types of politically motivated attacks, which all come from our side, must cease and must come to an end. They're not going to do it. I mean, look, look what George Floyd what that episode instigated in America. George Floyd was a criminal, somebody who held a gun to his former pregnant uh, baby mama, career criminal. George Floyd uh, used drugs. He was on fentanyl at the time of his arrest. And he died in an unfortunate circumstance. You can condemn The officer there, Derek Chauvin, who put his knee to to keep him down on the cement on his neck. But that wasn't racially motivated. It's a tragedy, sure. But it was not racially motivated. There were other black police officers standing around him watching this happen. And they knew who they were dealing with. They knew who this guy was. He was a scumbag. It is a tragedy that he lost his life. But it's totally disregarded the circumstances of it, the fact that he had fentanyl in his system, that that could have contributed to to his, his demise. And you can say, yes, this police officer shouldn't have done that. And he's in jail now. He's in jail. But my point is that instance in which a career criminal came to a tragic death under arrest, well, they put up murals. You know, they want to erect statues of George Floyd. 
as if he was some wonderful, amazing person that represented what? Don't be a criminal. Don't put yourself in those circumstances. But my point is, that led to the uh, unleashing of BLM on America, the encouragement of, of violence, burning cities around us in the name of social justice, police brutality based on that one instance. They attacked all police officers as if, as if they all were Derek Chauvin, and they even misconstrued who Derek Chauvin was. I just asked for justice. You know, Derek Chauvin did what he did, and, and he got what came to him. Life in jail, I guess. But even if that didn't go their way, they were ready to riot again. Mob justice. But we don't do that. We don't do that. This young person was everything the Democrats tried to portray Michael Brown as, George Floyd as, and they were none of these things. But this kid was actually innocent, and he was murdered by a Democrat because the Democrat didn't like him. This person was willing to snuff out a life because, you know, this Republican, we're all subhuman. I mean, this is dangerous. And the Democrats have no problem with this, by the way. I'm serious. They want this. They've been expecting this. They've been creating this environment in America. This is how they hope to win. Intimidation. And look, the Democrat Party, this is nothing new to them. They created the KKK to intimidate blacks after the Emancipation Proclamation. They routinely act like this, like fascists, like Hitler did, with the brown shirts, the SS, all these sorts of things that go after and intimidate, bully people. Well, now they use even the government to do so, the FBI. Not just BLM, not just Antifa, not just these rogue individuals who happen to kill with their SUV a Republican when they see one or snuff one out. Well, I'm not going into hiding. I'm not going into hiding. I'm doubling down. I'm coming for you, Democrats. Your party. Your party. We're going to wake up uh, your loyal voters. We're going to wake up uh, black Americans who think that you've done something for them. We're going to tell them the truth. We're going to tell them the truth. And soon the mass exodus from California is going to be nothing compared to the mass exodus from the Democratic Party. We're going to educate, we're going to inform, we're going to tell the truth. And in doing so, we're going to ensure that the Democratic Party ceases to exist. Your power will be stripped from you because we're going to expose you. All right, so speaking of Newsom, he's going to run for president. You know who else? Do you think that perhaps in the future Tucker Carlson might be interested in running for president? I think he certainly is aiming to do so. I think he's certainly looking, he's aware of the possibility of a political future for him. And I'd welcome that. He'd be giving up a lot of money to do so. I like it when these successful private sector individuals run for office. I do. I do. You know why? Because they don't need the money. They're free. And if you know anything about politics on both sides, you know that the money corrupts. 
All right. So anyway, you know, so while Newsom was over in uh, Texas, <laughs> Texas, you know, blaming, I don't know, Trump for people leaving California. Well, uh, Tucker Carlson was was uh, he made an appearance on Saturday to deliver this tribute at the funeral of a Hell's Angels biker named Sonny Barger. Barger or Barger. I don't know. Some of you more familiar with the Hell's Angels can tell me. I don't often go and listen and look it up, whatever. So, you know, I, I think what Tucker Carlson's doing here as well, by the way, you know, he, he's got his show, but he does a lot of public appearances. He goes out a lot. Uh, I think he's honing his craft. I think he's expanding his own base. I, I think he's doing what DeSantis has been doing as a governor, but as a journalist, as the most popular cable news host in America. And many Democrats now do, by the way, tune into Tucker Carlson. And so I think he's going out there more and more. He's talking to people. He's building a coalition. He, too, is tapping into that message that resonates with the American people. But, he, you know, he, he did something. I don't know if he intended to do this or not. I, I, think, I think Tucker did, though. I think that one of the reasons he went, apart from a, a genuine desire um, to praise and point out something that was a quality that was actually a good thing with Barger. In, in doing so, well, let, let me tell you what he said. So Barger, he was the national president of the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club. Now, the Hells Angels are not angels, of course, right? I mean... Some look at them, they're a criminal organization, they're, you know, we get it, we get it. They've done a lot of bad stuff. They're a gang. But Carlson, in his tribute, said that what he learned from Barger, I quote, stand tall, stay loyal, remain free, and always value honor. And I thought to myself, if there's a phrase that sums up more perfectly what I want to be, what I aspire to be, and the kind of man I respect, I can't think of a phrase that sums that up more perfectly than that. Carlson added, that came from Sonny Barger, the famous outlaw biker. Now look, in doing so, in speaking at this tribute with the Hell's Angels, whether he meant to or not, he drew attention to the fact that this sometimes criminal organization had more in common with American values than the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party and Joe Biden are far more dangerous, have done far more, do- more harm than the Hell's Angels ever could. Even the he- Hell's Angels have redeemable qualities. You cannot say the same for the Democratic Party. And, the, you know, the Democrats are going to just attack, certainly Carlson, for giving this speech, but I want to remind you of something. Joe Biden and Barack Obama eulogized Senator Robert Byrd. They praised the former KKK Grand Dragon. Senator Byrd opposed civil rights legislation. And he wasn't, look, he wasn't just a KKK member. He actually started, started a KKK chapter. And he hated blacks, hated blacks, an absolute racist, just like Joe Biden. So they went and eulogized him, and they were commended. That's no problem, right? A KKK Grand Dragon. But Carlson goes and pays tribute to Barger, 
and points to these qualities that we can all agree are good qualities. Standing tall, staying loyal, remaining free, always valuing honor. Those are good things. So I don't want to hear it from the left that, oh, Carlson, some kind of a blah, blah, blah. Okay, your people continue to promote and uplift. You know, there's a there's a, the, the Senate building, it's called the Russell Office Building in Washington, D.C. There's a statue of Russell. It's seven feet tall, made of marble. It's still there. And I want you to think about something because... The Democrats are tearing down uh, statues of anyone and everyone they can. You know, they got problems with Lincoln statues now, George Washington. You know, you, you, you name it, they've got a problem with. But uh, Russell, hang tight. <clears throat> All right, sorry. Technolo- technological uh, issue there for a second. Okay. So anyway, so Richard Russell... He, he was the, the Democrat senator, a Democrat senator from Georgia. And in 1935, he, he filibustered an anti-lynching civil rights bill. Uh, this is something Democrats did throughout the 20s. And so, you know, Russell spoke for six days straight defending the rights of uh, white people to publicly hang blacks by their necks until they were dead. Russell said that he was willing to die to preserve and ensure white supremacy. And yet, the Senate office building in Washington, D.C., as I say these words, is still named after him. That seven-foot-tall marble statue of him is still there to greet politicians as they go to work. Just thought you should know. Maybe put the word out to some Democrats. Maybe the BLM mafia... Uh, we'll get wind of that, and they'll come for that statue next and draw attention to the fact that the Democrats uh, uniquely are the uh, anti-black party, racist party in America since their very foundation, and they continue to be so to this day. All right, let's 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 close out with, with this. Do, do you know that uh, Russia, right, they're going to annex, what, 15% I think it is now? of uh of Ukraine. Yeah, 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 no, no, really. They 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 uh they're going to annex 15% of Ukraine. How how are we going to stop them by the way? Um well, I'm sure Biden and the Democrats and the Republicans too. Well, we'll just send Ukraine some more guns, right? Because the guns have worked so well, the sanctions have obviously worked so well too because the war is still going on and Ukraine isn't winning. You know, um, in the best case scenario, right, the, 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 which, is, which is not telling the whole story, there's more than meets the eye. But, but you know, if I'm being generous, uh, this is simply the military-industrial complex at work. Look, I'm pragmatic. This is not working. The sanctions aren't working. They were never really fully imp- implemented to begin with. And, and, you know, the Biden administration just continued <clears throat> moving the goalpost. Well, I shouldn't say goalpost. Their their goal was to stop Russia, right? They didn't, you know, they wanted to end this invasion, this war. And, and Russia's continued to defy, continues to do things. And, and what do we do? We just send more guns over there, more military equipment. So, you know, gun manufacturers, military equipment manufacturers, 
They are the real winners of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. And, you know, who's going to stop Russia from annexing 15% of Ukraine? They're going to do this now the same way they did it in 2014, I guess it was, right? Under Barack Obama. So, you know, these, these smaller regions, well, the leaders, they vote to secede from Ukraine. That's what happened with Crimea. That's what's happening now. Um, the Democrats... Let's close with this story. The Democrats in San Francisco are saying that, um, well, black people are gay. I've see, I'm serious. They're saying black people are gay. A uh, a flyer for this event. San Francisco's giving out free monkeypox shots. Okay, and you know our own CDC has acknowledged that this is a a you know something that is predominantly, overwhelmingly affecting the gay community because of how it's transmitted, all right? It's just as simple as that, just reality. And so in order to be eligible, right, so you show up to get your free shot. Uh, do you need an uh, ID? No, 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 you don't need an ID. Uh, y- you just have to look a certain way or claim allegiance a certain way, right? So uh, to get the free shot, you have to prove, uh, you have to belong to one of the following priority populations, black Latinx, indigenous, person of color, gay, bisexual, transgender, or a current sex worker. Now, if they were only offering the free shots to the gay community, for example, pragmatically, I could understand making that a priority. But what's wrong with this picture? They're including everyone except one group, whites, whites. So only whites cannot get this free monkeypox shot. But if you're black, you can get it. If you're gay, bisexual, indigenous, as long as you're not white. I wonder if this excludes Asians, by the way. You know, they seem to be missing from every group as if they don't exist in America. Black, Latinx, indigenous, person of color. I thought POC was a term for blacks. Are Asians POC? I mean, they're putting colors in there. Black, gay, bisexual, transgender. I don't know. I'm awfully confused. There's got to be a loophole in there if you if you want to get it. All right, folks. This is Drew Allen. It's been a, a lovely time being with you today. I'm going to try and get back here later this week. Um, much more to get to, of course. But I want to thank you all for your, your listenership. Um, I'm tremendously grateful to all of you. God bless you, and until next time.